I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. Frank, 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 Skinner, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We sit in a small basement studio in Golden Square, London. Uh, me and my two friends, Alan Cochran. <coughs> and Emily Dean. <laughs> and I... Hello, Mr Radio. Look at my two friends and think to myself, let us commence on another short journey. In which we and our cyber comedy chums <laughs> go wandering into the wilderness. Who knows what we may find? Yes, this is not the weekend podcast uh, under the auspices of Absolute Radio. I love that mm. opening, Frank. It's, it's quite peepsy and it's very and I enjoyed it. And uh, I like the uh, I like that you calling us your friends. Uh, we prefer cohorts. <laughs> okay, I'll do, co- I'll do co- You know, it was it's off the cuff black country stuff. It I is. have to, uh, you know, it doesn't <laughs> always come out perfect. I've, seen, I've seen videos like that, disgusting. <laughs> um, Frank, we've had an email in, and I, I like it when they email in. Yeah. Well, I like any sort of proof that we're being listened to. <laughs> <laughs> I like any sort of contact. Yeah, I'm um, happy with, a, you know, a, way, a reference in yeah. the street, anything of that nature. This is from... I don't mean the street. I don't mean anyone saying, uh, say, oh, Jack, have you been listening to that Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio? That would be too much to hope for. Yeah. No. Uh, this is from Beth, who says, Hello, Frank, Emily and Alan. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Nice. Good. Just thought I'd tell you a story about my new life. Ooh. About a month ago... Hold on, this is not a witness protection programme. <laughs> yeah. Email, because I, just be careful what we read out here. No, we're not allowed. <laughs> about a month ago now, I left Nottingham and sped down the country to Brighton to do a degree. Let me just think, this is her speeding down the country. <laughs> Don't know about the end. You want to get them brakes seen to? Travels everywhere by clown car, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My housemates and I were taking a break from shifting boxes about our suitably squalid abode, <laughs> and we settled down and put a pan of water on the hob. We'd not yet acquired a kettle. What a lovely! Is this a student story? Is, yes, isn't it? Yeah. I like it. It takes me mm. back. You have to have fish and chips on the day you move in, don't you? Sure. Oh, I think yes. you have to have fish and chips if ever you're in Brighton, any seaside oh, yeah. resort. Fish and chips yeah. and champagne. I love that. Oh. We were chatting yeah. about general new... Prosecco you can have. I was think, thinking sparkling Vimto. <laughs> you know what they say in Vimto Veritas? <laughs> we were chatting about general house things, how much we hated the estate agents, when I was horrified to hear a rather disenfranchised-sounding crowing. Uh-oh. That's right. Our neighbour keeps a cockerel, along with three dogs... <laughs> ..and a number of chickens... I've Ooh. been trying to record the crowing, but the trouble... This is in Brighton. Yes. The troublesome beast only seems to crow at unearthly hours. Tell me about it. Or when <laughs> I'm on the phone. Love the show. Beth. That does sound like a troublesome cockerel, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think of Brighton as being a big agricultural area. It's I must not say. known, is it? You know, when you're travelling through the fens, you don't think, I bet they wish they could get some land by Brighton, do you? No. Mm. I have but never thought that, no. <laughs> When I come through from uh, Liverpool Street Station, the gateway to the Fens, as EM Forster called it. Did he? Yeah. 
Nice. I call it the cat, the cat flap to Clacton. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's my general reductive manner. I, I, all I can suggest, I, I do know for a fact that the man that does the sound effects for the archers lives in Brighton. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm wondering if he could possibly be the neighbour. If, yeah. if she hasn't seen any physical evidence of this menagerie. <laughs> if there's a sound of um, screaming villagers mm. as, a, as an aeroplane plows into a local pub, then um, was that a plot line? I have no it idea. I know oh, it was Emmerdale, wasn't it? I'm trying to imagine what a plot line would be for the archers. I have no idea what 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 what, what sort of things happen in the archers. I've no idea because I hear and yes, turn it, the radio off. Well, exactly. Yeah. I've always yeah. said it's not a theme tune. It's it's an early warning system. <laughs> Yeah, I. Uh, so glad we agree on this. Oh I no, I love. I, 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 I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I love the station it's on. I won't yes. name it, but mm. um, a, apart from the archers, which I, mm. I will not. Tolerate. My heart sinks somewhat as it approaches seven o'clock. Mm. I don't even know what time it's on. It seems to spring up. It is like an ambush. The mm. archers. It can come in the middle when you're thinking, "Oh, that was a good program." Mm. I do love listening to this. Dirt, 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 mm. And you know, I've swerved. I've swerved into the inside lane and, and, and caused ructions in, in my speed to get it off. And I like this lady's email, until the use of the word menagerie. Um, and it's partly because I now have a problem with that, because we once hired an yeah. electrician in Manchester to do a full rewire of our new house at the time, and the guy had uh, two catchphrases. He didn't consider them catchphrases, but... He was a bit of a moaner, you know, when you hire someone to work on your home and then they start moaning. He had think, two catchphrases. Yeah, he kept saying... Was he a character from Little Britain? He kept saying, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Oh, no, it's he, a had, nightmare, he had two, this. Frank. He had oh, two okay. catchphrases. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Not, a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And the other one was, you've got a right menagerie of wires <laughs> up there. Oh. A right menagerie of wires. You see what he'd done? He dabbled <laughs> with the accepted co- collective noun for yeah. wires. Yeah. And also, you're an electrician. Don't come in and be surprised by... My wires. Wires are what you do. It's your gig, wires. You know, I don't turn up to comedy gigs and go, oh, you've got too many faces in the front row. Do I? I get on with no, it. No, well, you wouldn't. I, I certainly wouldn't on my <laughs> tour. <laughs> Can I just say, Frank, sorry to change the subject somewhat, mm-hmm. but Alan's sporting, um, he had a little bit of fuss about his headphones earlier, Uh-oh. but he's now sporting <laughs> some with a gold motif, and there's something of the youthful David Kidd Jensen about him I know what you in mean. those phones. They look a bit more, don't you think, Frank? Oh, if ever a podcast needed a webcam, this is the moment. <laughs> isn't it? Well, I think the best, uh, the best thing I've ever heard on radio... Mm. was uh, during a uh, Born in the USA once on... You can tell how long ago it was. Kid Jensen, as he was then called, was on Radio 1, so it's going back a bit. Mm. And in the midst of the guitar solo in Born in the USA... Or is it sax? Anyway, it's one of the two. Mm. In the solo, the sound dips, and um, and David Kid Jensen just says, the kid plays the boss, <laughs> and then puts the sound back up again. Great. Oh. Turns out it was some... Um, Interage chess <laughs> tournament that was going on in the <laughs> corridor at Radio 1. But uh, he, he didn't give us the details. I, I had to find that out by my own uh, devices. Do you play it again like chess fans do, where they read that algebra stuff? Is that like, what they... Oh, yeah, that stuff. E4, they play the games. Oh, I wish I could. I can't play, play famous chess. games again. I'd they love to play them. Mm, it's I like interesting. Chess. I sometimes do that with um, FA Cups. Oh, dear. And Sabutio. <laughs> if I take an FA Cup like, from like, the 30s or something like that, and I don't know how, how well West... I know when they got to the final, but I, I'm not so good on semis and stuff. So sometimes 
I'll go to Wikipedia, I'll go to third round proper, and I'll, I'll follow their progress wow. through an <laughs> FA Cup at random. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not so bad, is he? Doesn't no. make me a bad person. No. Um, I, I'll tell you one thing about the archers. If I was in the GB archery team in the 2012 Olympics, I would suggest that we came out to the archers thing. That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one I'd time like I a, would tolerate. Yeah, I like that. I like a boxer coming out to the archers. <laughs> yeah, there used to be uh, a, a, a baseball uh, a, a batter called um, Albert Bell. Hmm. Played for the Cleveland Indians, and I went to see them once in Cleveland. And he came, he came, and when he came out to bat, they just used to have this mournful like, church bell, boom, boom, because he was called Albert Bell. It was brilliant. Mm. Loved really? it. It didn't bring people down too much. It was all right. It wasn't too sombre. No, I think it was supposed to frighten the opposition. Was oh, the idea? Right. It like was, it was like someone from a horror film like type. Hacker. Yeah, yeah. You're looking Good. so Jensonian. I can, I can barely, barely look at it. Would it be Jensonian um, or Jensenian? Oh, Frank, you're right. Oh, well, That's well, why I love you. <laughs> um, I studied kidology. <laughs> <laughs> a whole three-year degree on David Kid Jensen. You do seem to have the air of the expert. Yeah, I had to learn to French for the time in his Canadian early days he spent in the province of Quebec. Did he? Mm. We had to learn French as a, as a supplementary mm. topic, yeah. Um, so, Frank, I'd like to talk to you about my week, if that's OK. Yeah. Well, I've actually been helping my dad out this week with a few domestic chores. Oh, lovely. Well, he's knocking... It's not all Premiers and Premier Leaguers in my life, Frank. No. Sometimes I will help out my old dad. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. And see, this week he was getting a mobile phone. We talked about oh, late to the party on the show last week, yes. and that really is quite late to the party. And that is, is yeah. First? His first mobile phone. Well, wow. I feel there's already uh, bottles and cake in <laughs> bin liners outside the house when he's turned up to the party. <laughs> There's, it's it's a giant one, Frank. It's like a Fisher Price phone. Oh, it's yeah. one of the big yeah. buttons ones. Yes, it's got big buttons. We were talking about those yes. the other day, weren't we? It's very satisfying. He can't he can't work out yet that if you I keep saying, Dad, don't turn it off, don't turn the power off. He said, but then I'll run up a bill. I said, no, you won't. It's fine. You mm. won't run up a bill just by having it on. It's a shame. I mean, I can't find my mobile. How an old age pensioner finds their <laughs> mobile, I'll never know. <laughs> know. You know, I, I know old age pensioners can't find their landline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was on the phone to the man from the mobile phone provider, and I'm trying to set my dad up on it. Yeah. And I'm saying, oh, you know, so the man's asking all the questions, very nice man. And then eventually he said, oh, what's your father's date of birth? And I couldn't remember the year. I just had a momentary lapse. So he's standing next to me. I said, Dad, what's your date of birth again? And my dad says, 1933, the year Hitler rose to power. Good, I like it. I thought it was extraordinary. And the man on the other end of the phone heard it and went, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, he's reliving that moment all over again. He said, oh, dear. Yeah. Which I thought was quite... Well, that's because... The whole thing was so bizarre. That was a bit of a spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he? I don't want people to know. It was, you know, let's just... There might be people that don't know how it ended. Hitler coming to power. No, no, you've ruined it for them. I like that my dad used this, though, as a kind of identifying clause, as if everyone would be aware. So what wasn't even, like, politically as significant as, like, 1934. It would work for me because I, um, my Hitler calendar is very near to my telephone. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I often give uh, an anniversary, a Hitlerian anniversary as a... As a way of clarifying something. But I, I like the fact that that's obviously my dad's... Has Can been I just saying, say this so. month's picture? I can't quite work out. It's a picture of Hitler 
holding a, a, an outsized pair of trousers out in front of him like he was involved in some sort of slimmer of the year thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously a part of the Hitler history that's just <laughs> slipped by now, but I'm, I'm imagining there was a period of fat Hitler <laughs> and then he got some publicity. But you know the big trousers picture? Yeah, yeah he's doing that. Oh, yeah. Picture. Weird. Are you sure holding it's not the chaplain picture? No, I'm pretty confident in it. <laughs> unless, uh, now the armbands they give away, that's what I always think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I tell them apart. Bowler hat. Armband. That's 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 the checklist. And you've the... got to have a system. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so that's my Harry Hill impression. Pretty and, good. And uh, blondie somewhere in the background. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, but I quite like that my dad obviously uses this as his identifying clause throughout his life. He's always stated his date of birth and then followed yeah. it with the year Hitler rose to power. No, it's lovely. It doesn't have that much impact on you when you're a baby. It's not no. like he remembers this from being... <laughs> is it like, it's, it's like me saying, oh, 1975, the year... I don't know anything that happened in 1975 <laughs> because I was a baby and I haven't taken the trouble of double-checking it on Wikipedia. <laughs> like, Do you not know what was number one when you were born? No. Oh, I like to know what, what, the, what the nurses well, were too. whistling. I always liked that. And, you know, Vera Lynn was quite, was, um, did very well. Yeah, she did. Year. God bless her. Well. But, but I realise I do this, because when I say my name on the phone, you probably don't have this, Frank, and I'd be intrigued to know, because people probably say, oh... Is that as in Frank Skinner when you're saying your name, and then you mm -hmm. either admit or or you toy with them? But yes, I always—it's it's not a very good identifying clause, <laughs> is it? Yes, it's Frank Skinner, as in Frank Skinner. <laughs> it's, it's a bit haughty uh, to say, as in remover of skin, Skinner. Yeah. Like, yes. right. as in very open mm. remover of skin. <laughs> Well, I used to say when I was younger, I thought this was quite cool. I'd say, yeah, it's Emily Dean, like James Dean. Because I thought that sounded quite cool. Except once, when Jamie Redknapp, I was on the phone to him. Clang. And he was getting me some tickets to a Liverpool game. And he said, all right, Emily, yeah, what, what's the surname again? And I said, Emily Dean. And I thought, I'll localise it so, to make it more special for him. And I said, as in Dean Saunders. I oh, thought he'd good. be impressed. Good. Guess uh -huh. what name the tickets were in when I got, Dean when I turned Saunders. up at Anfield? <laughs> no. Emily Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> And now he's one of the country's leading pundits. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> well, I think, I think Frank, some others disgraced. <laughs> what do you do that? So when you're on the phone and you're having to do the odd domestic thing, would you say when you say it's Frank's, you know, it's Skinner? Do they say, oh, as in Frank Skinner? And do you fess up? Do you have identifying clauses? Well, I, I don't so much have an identifying clause as a personal assistant. <laughs> this is true. Who makes all these phone calls on my behalf. <laughs> and I've heard her. She refers to, she refers to me as her boss. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, not as in kid, the kid plays the boss, but, uh, yeah. So oh. um, I don't really... Um, I mean, I, I used to... You know, when, you, when you're mentioned in the paper, you have an identifying clause often. So mm. I used to be TV funny man. Right. Uh, Frank Skinner. And then I became a uh, TV man, Frank Skinner. <laughs> and now I'm just man, Frank Skinner. <laughs> so I've, it, I've used it to chart my career decline. But um, oh, at least, I don't know, what is Chris Evans called now? He's not still Madcap Broadcaster, is he? No. Broadcaster. Ma just Mad Broadcaster. Mad Broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Perhaps he's just Broadcaster now. Yeah, he might be. He might be. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you went a bit serious there. <laughs> yes, you're wrong. Well, I'm, mm, I'm not sure about that. People that. I always I'm panic a... when we talk about Chris Evans. Cause <laughs> yeah. I just think he's going to come marching in there in his polka dot shirt with a I don't know machete. if he marches, does he? 
I don't think so. No, I imagine he uh, he, he blusters him. He won't be in this bit of town anyway. Um, I, uh, I I sometimes qualify Cochrane. I say Alan Cochrane like Eddie Cochrane, but with an E on the end. <laughs> See, not, that's a terrible qualifier. It's oh. not a great qualifier. You don't want a qualifier also, with brackets. I mean, my name's a minefield anyway, because I have to say Alan with a U, A L, oh. no, just one L. <laughs> you know, it's it's there's too many qualifiers. It's the Welsh spelling, but I'm not Welsh. It just takes forever. Yeah. You see, I used to know this guy, and his surname was Rose. And every time he'd be on the phone to someone, he'd say, "My name is Rose, R O S E, like the flower." And his girlfriend used to physically—I mean, she used to cringe every oh, time he said it. Yeah. I think that's what—that's what did them for them in the end. Well, he was being helpful. I don't see anything yeah. wrong with that. He's also he's picked something that people will know. I don't yeah. know how many people would remember when Hitler came to power. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever knew. I mean, let's put it that way. If they ever knew. My mum does a qualifying thing where she will discuss certain friends and, and attach place names to them if there are other friends so that she's got a friend that she calls Huddersfield Jeanette oh. as opposed to the other Jeanette. Oh, um, I, I like Huddersfield <laughs> yeah, Jeanette. Yeah, it's good, That's isn't it? Brilliant. Huddersfield Jeanette. It the... sounds like a, a, a brand of carnation, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I had a lovely bunch of Huddersfield Jeanettes. <laughs> No, so that sounds for me, great. I know, but I, 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 it would be a risk for me to start putting qualifiers on friends because then it'd be like you know, I, uh, I, I was talking to Dave the other day. No, not, um, not gambling, Dave. The one that drinks too much and gets a bit aggressive. That sort of thing. You know, you don't want that. To be. No, you want something a bit more economic than the one who drinks yeah. too. But yeah, <laughs> pithy, <laughs> boozy, Dave, or gambling, Dave. <laughs> Just angry Dave. Angry Dave. What about comedy Dave? Oh, it's been used. No, it's been done. And oh, Big yeah. Dave. Everyone's got a Big Dave in there, mate, haven't they? I haven't. No, I don't. All right, fair enough. Not everyone. <laughs> I stand corrected. I did, uh, but he, he hanged himself. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. We were not, uh, not quite big enough, as it turned out. Oh, OK. Anyway, what else? <laughs> Emily's got well, a bit arthritic claw on that. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what else. I've been reading about supermarkets this week. Have you? Strange, you may say. Why have you gone so Wintonian? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Yeah? I'll tell you exactly why. Because I was interested in some statistics yes. that were knocking around. Apparently you spend 64 days of your life supermarket shopping. I don't. Well, you don't. Okay. Well, I, I actually quite like it. Go on, carry on. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are other statistics. Apparently, you travel 22,000 miles to and from the store. You do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. No, no, you do. <laughs> and one in 20 people look for deals on com- price comparison sites, which I just thought, that's bad. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, they before going go shopping. compare. Yeah. <laughs> someone does it. So, uh, the idea that someone goes and compares, having been told by that bloke, that terrible song, to do yeah. it. Yeah. I would now. I wouldn't go compare under any circumstances <laughs> in any context. <laughs> I, don't, I, I just don't compare anymore. I still do a bit of comparing, but <laughs> if you go. start singing "Go Compare," <laughs> I um, I'll have to stop that as well. Mm. I love. Um, I tell you what, it's a great delight of mine. I don't have many acquired skills. I can't ride a bike. I can't swim. I can't roller skate. I can't ski. Your TV funny man, though. Mm. Well. A man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what I have got quite good at is packing uh, 
my bag in uh, in a supermarket. Oh no way! Have you oh. got a system? Well, I've got it's sturdy on the bottom. I'll so say. I, I saw the go, you know, tins or a cartons on the bottom. Yeah. You got to. I know you want to put those crisps in. Leave them be. And yeah. you're moving your way up to damage yeah. and moving yeah. them in so you get some of the some of the sturdy plastic stuff for the, with fruit in. That's all right in the middle there. It's the closest I get to doing a Sudoku. <laughs> it's, it's just like, at the end of it. It's what do you what do you put on the top layer just out of interest? Well, Coriander. It, it, it'll often be snack food. Yeah, because oh, that's right. it's a delicate beast <laughs> at the best of times. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what I'll do is I'll I'll uh, I'll actually strengthen one side of the bag with a, a newspaper and magazine, oh, so yeah. that when I lay it in oh, the ballast, car, I love ballast. Yeah, so it hasn't got like my 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 wheel jack isn't digging into the side of my sliced bread. A bit like when people put um, old doors in the side of a skip, so that it's all. What makes the skip gives, even bigger. Gives them an extra three mm. feet, I'd say. Yeah, if not more. You're always you're always one with a skip tip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love I have when that. I go shopping. I have a carb alarm fitted to my uh, basket sometimes, <laughs> which sounds quite shrill. Yeah, it sounds quite loudly. If I'm approaching anything like a bread counter and or a French fancy. Oh, really? That I, starts ringing. I am king of the bargains to the point where my wife doesn't really like it if I do the food shop because I come back with lots of stuff with yellow and orange stickers on it saying, <laughs> oops, eat me now. Basically, the closer something is to free and poisonous or <laughs> off, then the, the more likely I am to buy it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Oh, I love a reduced pork pie on the way home from a supermarket <laughs> shop. Love it. Yeah, I, um, I tell you what I enjoy in the supermarket is... Um, I, I, I would have loved... I was obsessed with the Wild West as a child. And that time when people went out there, you know, they just mm. went, got in wagons and they bravely went out to find some land and somewhere to live and somewhere they could farm and take on a new life to try and tame the wilderness a bit. You know, great, courageous, pioneer spirit. And when, um, when I put up the second food separator on the conveyor belt... You know, the other person often yeah. put one... When I put the second food separator, you know, the purchase separator, yeah. so you've got the... T I think I stand <laughs> at the one I've just put down and look to the other and think, all this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love your sort of frontier building. Yeah, I don't see it as a... I'm calling it a liberator more than a separator. Some people, they see it as a negative thing, and, oh, that's, that's where my stuff stops, you know. But mm. I, I see it as, you know... All, this land is your land, this land is my land. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like But, that. Frank, there are rules surrounding that separator. I don't like it when people touch my separator. <laughs> no, well, you've mentioned this to me before, never on air. <laughs> but, yes, it sets my teeth on edge. But, um, <laughs> Frank, you know, you know what I mean. I don't like no, I it. No, I hate a bedroom prankster in general. <laughs> Frank! I'm we're back in the supermarket now. Yeah. I yeah. don't like it when they, they push it forward. No. I just think, no, I won't have that. leave it, no, leave no, it well no. alone. Well, no. I, I nearly always anticipate that by putting mine as close to my food as possible. So I just mm. think there's no wriggle room here. There's no... <laughs> no hands. buttressed. It's no right hands this the, side of the separator. It's, it's pill right grip. up against the uh, tins of tuna there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't give them no space. I like yeah. tins of tuna in my shop. I'm a man who's always looking for symbolism in life, mm. and I, one day, I, I think we've all feel we all feel sometimes estranged from our environment, like an outsider, like a 
stranger in a strange world. And I, I always think that's brought home when you're walking past, say, the pasta shelf and someone's put a packet of scourers on there. <laughs> yes. I don't know how that happens. I don't know the level of indecision that someone could think I want scourers and then way over by the pasta think, do I want scourers? <laughs> no, I don't. Am I going back? No. I'm putting them with the pasta. <laughs> yeah. But on one occasion... I remember, I, I, it wasn't those two items, but let's say it was pasta. And I remember I, I got the pasta and I thought, oh, I'm going to, that saved me going over to the scouring mm. thing. So it was a happy, uh, happy well, coincidence. talking of that, Frank, do you observe the geographical layout of the store in terms of when you're making your purchases? For example, vegetables first. I don't. I dart all over like a mosquito. Oh, no, I, I follow the signs. Yes, I thought you would. Yes. Alan, I, you're very sign-following. I, I just, I just... Have a trolley and wander about, and have it when it's there. <laughs> do you do every aisle? Uh, you do? If, if I'm doing a big shop, I do the I'll alcohol do aisle, and I'm never going to buy anything down there. <laughs> I love the fact you do the alcohol. That is the aisle. classic example of a walk down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> I just run. You know, you see those kids dragging a stick along the park railings. I do yeah. that with my fingernails along the, the along the four packs. <laughs> oh, if only. I have been known to just just slightly raise a ring pull before now. No. Yeah. <laughs> I judge others as well. I know to that. what's in their bag. <laughs> no, Do but you? specifically, well, I'm very aware. I don't want my... Because I like the odd treat. Um, and sometimes it might be down that very aisle you speak of. <laughs> yes. But I don't want my basket to look too Kerry Katona. <laughs> no, I know what you Do mean. Do you know what I mean? So I'm conscious of putting vegetables in there. Just so that it looks socially acceptable. I want my basket to look middle class. Yeah, oh. I don't know about you. I, Ooh, I always no. look down my nose at the people who are paying at the cigarette counter. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a cheaper end, let's face it. We, uh, we once did an online supermarket food shop um, back when I lived in London and they delivered the same food shop twice and, and we phoned them up and they went, oh, it's, it's our mistake, just keep it. And so we had two lots of... Every and we'd done a massive online food shop in order to get a load of stuff. Oh, it's it. like God's bog-off. Oh, it was... <laughs> honestly, it was unbelievable, the amount... Mrs Cockrell had to take a, a, a day off just to... Uh, to cook up all this perishable stuff. It was you know, unbelievable. A day off. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But, but there was I loads. That. I mean, we'd, we'd double-ordered already, so sometimes we had, like, four things. Did you consider yeah. giving things to the local poor? Yeah. Yeah, me. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, no, we did. It was good. Anyway, uh, I uh, I saw a weird thing last week after uh, after the show, making my way back home to uh, the north. Mm. And, oh, yeah. Uh, at the traffic lights, I saw a man flossing whilst driving. In ah. in his driving seat, he had one of those long plastic. You know, like they look like a little catapulty thing. Oh, I know yeah. those ones. Long thing. What, like a little bow, like a little bow for a bow and arrow. Is what mm. they look like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he he was giving the back a good old floss whilst at at the traffic. I mean that that I respect him because I don't oh. floss enough, and my dentist is always telling me I don't. <laughs> floss. Oh my god. <laughs> Broken the chair. The fact that chair. I don't floss enough has caused the Cochrane to <laughs> tear the arm from the chair. No, I'm with you. I don't. I don't. I don't. We do should. I'm told we should. I'm told. Well, what are you going to do with the arm now, Cockrell? You're going to put gonna, it on the floor. I'm just going to put it down there, and, okay. uh, and we'll remedy it later. Okay. Can you can you operate on a one arm chair? Yes, I can okay. do that. I can do it. <laughs> Stalwarts that I am. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the flossing for several reasons: uh, the pain, mm. the fiddliness the smell and the goo 
that little. I think you've summed up all the all the cons of yeah, flossing. The mm. Ronnie Putty goo things. No, Gross. I have one other. I have one no. other. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was doing it in the car. Perhaps he's one of those people that sticks the ornaments to the dashboard oh. using the Ronnie Putty. Oh. <laughs> Can't drive a photo of grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. No, I tell you what, a thing I find with the flossing is that I, my teeth gaps seem to have a sort of a cat flap thing on them. <laughs> In the, the floss goes in, but it won't come out. Oh, no. I've had oh. to cut floss before now. <laughs> to get... Yeah, I've had to... I've had to Some nail scissors or I've something. I've had to cut it because I don't, I don't use the bow and arrow when I do floss. I use the, um, the never-ending stream from the yes. little... Yes, I, I use the never-ending stream. But sometimes I'll get up to a gap. Yeah, when I come to pull it out, it, I can't find the way out. Oh, no. It might still be lurking in there. What? Or some of the old floss bits. Oh no, I don't. I think Just I've pulled uh, the thread right I, through. I think I've, I've brushed it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's, it's a weird. Is thing it to legal? I'm not sure. You can't use your phone, but I've never heard flossing. I bet the bit no. the flossing is on no statute. It's a grey area, isn't it? As well as a sort of a grey putty. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. No. But I don't like. I don't actually really approve of uh, of public displays of grooming. Like I've mentioned this before, I oh get dear. annoyed. I get annoyed <laughs> when people trim their toenails on the train. I've heard Nobody people, does that. Oh well, I've had it happen to me two, if not three times. That people really have been clipping. In the quiet coach as well, of all places. What do you travel on the Marrakesh Express? <laughs> no, literally. Some of them flick off and go into the wooden chicken cages. <laughs> Saw a woman so, painting her nails on the train the other day. That's Just, unforgivable. Imagine. I mean, you think that's Imagine fine. someone who'd do that. You know, that's that, fine. That's unacceptable because oh. that gets on my chest. Yes. It really does get on my chest. Well, which, which girls are you going to see? I no, thought you were just saying a polite version of you being annoyed, but you mean you, it makes you breathe funny. No, no Frank's doesn't. got a weird thing about nail polish. Oh, yeah. I, I love to see it on, but I, will, I won't have it on in a closed space. We have to do it on. in private. Mm, I think that's fine. You know, that's why people have balconies, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I do like, I tell you what I haven't seen for ages, something I used to, when I first started dating girls, one of the first things that excited me about the, the vive la difference between mm. men and women was this thing of putting wads of cotton wool in between your toes when oh. you're uh, Oh, yes. So they're really, yeah. really spread out for the uh. painting. I wind it through like a snake, a soft snake. Do That's you? also done as well, yeah. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's, to se- it's, the, it's separating. But you yeah. wouldn't do it while driving. I think while driving, you've got to be no. a bit careful what you're doing. I mean, I, was, um, I always have um, sweets in the car. Do you? I never drive anywhere without sweets. And, um, Which ones? What, Haribo Tangfastic? Well, no, I don't, no, I'm not, I'm not so crazy. I think I explained the other week that I, I like a minstrel. <laughs> oh, yes, um, you did. But I can do a minstrel one-handed um, whilst, whilst driving, <laughs> and everything's, uh, everything's <laughs> perfectly fine. <laughs> Emily, please. <laughs> Is this carry-on podcast? <laughs> Do you have them in the driver door, the minstrels? Is that where the... Oh, no, no, I have them, I have them in the, the central, uh, just behind the uh, gear lever. It's oh. sort of the, the car equivalent to the grassy knoll, I find, that area. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, what, what is it called, that dip behind the, uh, the yes. gear lever? We all know which area we mean. Let's call it the dip behind the gear lever. OK, well, um, like. that's where I keep my sweets. But uh, the other week, I was driving to West Bromwich, and um, I had a, a Pez dispenser. And it's not so easy to operate one-handed. I ended up having to sort of bite the... Ma- it, it looked like I was going for the throat. 
of the character head, and it was Ariel, the Little Mermaid. It, it didn't feel oh, right. I'm glad it was Ariel because I know you had a Paul, Paul Coyer Pez dispenser as well at <laughs> one stage, didn't you? I did. I've always felt, I have to say, that um, the Little Mermaid is somewhat wasted on a Pez dispenser. Mm. Because the whole selling point of the Little Mermaid is the other end, obviously. That's what distinguishes <laughs> her from all the other pretty ladies in Disney. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I combine this with now, in order to, to, to make this right, I, I, I often have a mackerel lozenge <laughs> <laughs> in the aerial Pez dispenser. But, uh, no, so I was struggling. And you can... I, I, I know men aren't supposed to multi- be able to multitask, mm-hmm. but... Um, you know, when if you think when you put, I'm putting CDs in and out. Mm. I'm 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 eating. I'm turning up the radio and, and all that. All these things apparently are okay, but if you're on the mobile phone, it's a no-no. Yeah. And you do you ever do a hot beverage in a car? I don't understand that. No, I don't like that. Those too. cup holders. Oh, I, I do don't, that. Do you do that? Oh yeah, I do that. Yeah. Oh, Alan. I got a, a lift the other week um, from the Cheltenham Literature Festival, and I had a hot chocolate. Uh-huh. And I, I, in the end, I made him stop so I could pour it out into a la- on a lay-by. Did you? It was like, uh, it was absolute day. <laughs> Every little bomb, there was chocolate shooting out all over me. It was oh. one of the most dangerous and frightening experiences <laughs> of my life, being in the back of a 4 by 4 carrying a hot chocolate. Oh, well, there you go. You're in a 4 by 4 and the hot chocolate was too hot. Well, we were going cross-country so at this point. Like you could have... Uh, popped it in the uh, drink holder and left it for a good half hour and it would have been lovely. Yeah, I... I Got I, yourself I, on firm road. I couldn't locate the uh, the drink holder. But, uh, I mean, eat, I'd eat a lot when I'm... Yeah. Mm. I boned a aromatic, uh, aromatic duck on the A40. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. stepped out right in front of me. <laughs> I, uh, I always open the sandwich before... Before the journey recommences, I'm very careful like that. I get very tut-totty about other people's driving, mm. so mm. It, it'd be wrong for me to then be trying to wrestle with the Marks and Spencer's Simply Food Roast Beef. And it? also, those those things they come in, you know, that the plastic uh, pyramids oh, yes. Yes. sandwiches come in. Yeah. I find that, uh, I don't know if this is a, a, calcul- a calculable thing, mm. I don't know if it's like the square of the... Hypotenuse uh-huh. of a right triangle is equal to the sides of the square on the two adjacent sides. Ooh. But I find that one side of that sandwich, uh, especially when they're in side by side, fits very neatly in uh, in the dip behind the gear lever. <laughs> <laughs> so they will sit there like a little wedge. Um, as I, I've, if, if I drive quickly with with the passenger and my door open, mm. I can make those sandwiches part just with the wind. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.